we need to make sure that we just keep going back up the line and having a look at our process to see why our client isn't paying us on time. We shouldn't be wasting time chasing up client payments. We should have a system in place that teaches our clients what we expect and we should stick to it and they should stick to it. Growing a successful trades business isn't about you being the best on the tools. It's about how you profit, plan, prepare and prosper so you can create a business that supports you and your family. Welcome to Profit First for Tradies. I am your host, Katie Crismali Marshall, and this is the podcast for tradies who are ready to transform their business from a cash-eating monster to a money-making machine. Let's dive in. What I wanted to talk to you about today is not getting paid on time, even when you have payment terms in place, and how I work with clients to make sure that they get paid on time each and every time. So the three biggest frustrations that I hear is that you are wasting so much time and energy on chasing people up all the time only to be ignored or to be told a story that it'll be paid on Friday and Friday rolls around and it doesn't get paid and that rolls on week after week after week. The other frustration that I hear is that it is really disruptive to your cash flow and you never know when that money is coming in. You can't guarantee that you're going to have the money in the bank by Friday, for example, to be able to pay your bills. And then the third thing that it does, because of that up and down and that um, not being sure when those payments are going to be paid to you, then it gives you stress about you paying your bills and it has that flow on effect and then affects you paying your suppliers and your staff and so on. So what I would really love is that you would be able to have more time on making money in your business and focusing on the tasks that make you money rather than try to follow up outstanding payments. We want you to have a steady and consistent cash flow that you can know with 99% surety that that money is going to be in the bank on that particular day. And the third thing we want you to have is we will stress about paying your bills. You know that your money is going to be in the bank and that then allows you to have no stress about being able to pay your bills on time. So, What I do with my clients is we go back to the very, very start. So people come to me all the time. They say, I've got cash flow problems, Katie. My clients aren't paying me. And what do I do? I'm chasing them up. Nothing's happening. So my suggestion is we go right back to the very, very beginning of this process. So what I'm talking about is what we want to do is go right back to quote stage. So if you don't do quotes, then you'll skip to step two. But for those who do quote, when you are doing the quote, you need to be really clear in your T's and C's, your written T's and C's, what your expectation is around payments, deposits, and so on. What I also want you to make sure you do that you're having that conversation with your client as well. So you have the conversation around once the quote's accepted, we require X deposit. Once that deposit hits our bank, then we will do the next step and so on. And then back that up in your T's and C's. Now, what I need you to do is tell them, have it in writing, and then when they pay the deposit late, for example, you don't start their job until that deposit's paid. We need to teach our clients how we want to be responded to. And if we say we need a deposit on Monday and they don't give us the deposit and then we order the materials and get the job started anyway, 
we are letting them know that we will do whatever we want, that we're not going to stick to our word and that they can pretty much push you around a little bit with payments. So right from the very beginning, really clear in writing and in person or on the phone, however you're talking to them about what that is. And then we want to stick to it. So once the quote's accepted, again, go over the payment terms and accept um, the payment terms and what is expected of them and timeframes. Now, I know you can't give them specific timeframes because materials and so on happen, but guidelines. Okay, we get the deposit today. It hits our bank. We see it tomorrow. You send them an email. Thank you very much for the deposit. It has been received. Now we will move on to this next step. Keep them in the loop and stick to your guns. And the third thing that we want to do is now we've done the quote, we've told them about the terms and conditions, we've stuck to our terms and conditions, we finish the job, we need to invoice promptly. If you can't invoice the day the job finishes, I want you to invoice no more than 24 hours after the job is complete. The amount of clients that I speak to and work with who have cash flow problems yet haven't invoiced their clients is probably at about 75%, I reckon. And often it is because, oh, we're so busy, we're, you know, tight on cash, so we're going to get the next jobs started so we can get those next ones payment, except we're forgetting to ask for payment. So you must, must, must invoice your clients as soon as the job is finished. No more than 24 hours afterwards. My preference is the same day. Now, if you can't invoice the same day because you've got to wait for information from a team member on site or hubby or whoever it may be, then you need to then go back and look at that process of getting that information and start figuring out why you can't get that information quickly. What do you need to do to make sure that you've already got that information so that whoever is in the office can get that invoice out quite quickly? Now, again, we invoice promptly if we have seven-day terms, 30-day terms, whatever your terms are, a couple of days prior to that invoice being due, we send a friendly reminder. Hi, just a reminder that invoice number 123 is due in two days' time or tomorrow. Looking forward to your prompt payment. When the invoice is past due, the following day, if the money hasn't hit the count, another quick reminder, just following up the invoice 123 was due yesterday, it hasn't been paid. Could you please advise when this was paid? And then again, follow them up and just keep on following them up. What I find is when we implement this system into clients' businesses, that they are at quote stage, setting out their T's and C's, making sure that's written and verbal and making sure that they stick to that. They do not start before a deposit has been received if they are getting deposits and they do not do any work that um, hasn't been authorised, hasn't been approved, hasn't had a quote accepted. We must stop doing work without acceptance from the client to do the work. Verbal is not enough. We need it in writing because again, this is a big one for my builders with variations. You're on site, clients there, they want to change some things. You're busy, you go ahead, you get the team to start doing the variations and you forget to invoice them. And then you invoice them down the track and then they turn around and say, that's not what we said. Or they're picky with what's happened. It hasn't quite been to their standard. And then they refuse to pay those variations. And that causes huge amounts of trouble. So please Stop doing work that we don't have a written acceptance for. Make sure that we have those T's and C's set out at the very, very beginning of the process. Make sure that you send your invoices on time. 
Now, again, if you can't do any of these things, then let's take a step back until we figure out what we need to do to fix it so you can quickly invoice, you can quickly quote, your T's and C's are attached to your quote. You've got some form of the client being able to accept those quotes electronically. So you've got an electronic date and timestamp to say that it has been approved. We need to make sure that we just keep going back up the line and having a look at our process to see why our client isn't paying us on time. We shouldn't be wasting time chasing up client payments. We should have a system in place that teaches our clients what we expect and we should stick to it and they should stick to it. And then if they don't, if you have to, worst case scenario, go down the mediation route and that type of thing, if you've done all of these steps, then it is going to be very clear that you have followed the process, that you've provided them with a quote, that you've provided them with your terms and conditions, that you've invoiced promptly, that you've done everything that needs to be done, and then the onus is on them because they haven't followed the process. Now, I know if when I talk to clients who are having issues with this, there's you know a list of 10 or 15 reasons why they can't do this. Again, list all those reasons and then let's find solutions so that that reason is no longer because we can't keep doing the work and not getting paid for it. It causes too much stress to your tradie, to the tradie, to the family, to your staff. It makes for a very unfun environment to work in for everybody. And that is not something that you want to keep doing, you know, month after month after year after year. There is a solution, but we have to look at our process and go back and figure out what do we need to put in place so we can stop this from happening down the track. Now, if this is you, if you have a huge number or a large number of a problem with clients not paying you on time, then maybe it's time that you have a look at this process in your business. And if that's not something that you do directly, if you're the tradie listening and you're like, oh, my admin team does that, like I can't fix that, that's their thing. You still need to take control, book in a conversation with me. And as I said, we can step you through some hints and tips on how to get this started and how to get this fixed. And this is something that I work with, with my ongoing coaching clients. We go through every single step of their business, of the financial side of their business, and we work out what does the process look like now and what problems do we have as a result of it? And then what can we do to fix it so we can have a really, really simple and efficient financial team in your business. That might just be one person, might be your bookkeeper, whoever it is, we can work with them to go through their process and improve it and make it better. So you or your team or somebody isn't wasting time trying to chase the payments for work that you've already done. So if that sounds like you, if that is something that your business struggles with, please book in a call. You'll see the link. Don't leave it until next week, next month when I'm not as busy because it's just going to snowball and make the problem worse. Book in a chat now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Profit First for Tradies. If you want more, head over to profitfirstfortradies.com.au for the show notes and the links to today's free resources. And if you'd like to learn how to become a permanently profitable tradie and eliminate your cash flow problems, join us in the Profit First for Tradies Facebook group where I share tips, resources, and trainings so you can save time, save money, and save your sanity. You can learn more over at profitfirstfortradies.com.au. Catch you next time on the Profit First for Tradies podcast.